Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, it was a good weekend, and I hope it was a good weekend for all of you. I do have some unfortunate news. Uh, My father-in-law had visited us from Florida, where he's currently living now, and he is a Portuguese immigrant, and he was over for the game Portugal versus Germany in the European Cup, and that was at noontime, in case case you were wondering, (laughs) Uh, Portugal lost. Four to two, and it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a good game for Portugal at all. But hey, these things happen. But that type of situation uh, with sports, whether it be uh, Major League Baseball years ago, um, the New New England Patriots of the NFL, most recently. I used to be adversely affected when the team lost. You know, and and I I truly believe sometimes the fans take the loss worse than the team does. You know, I I really do. I I, I really do believe that. Um, But it, it, it can be so passionate that you get so consumed by it but it has no bearing on your income or your livelihood but some people treat it that way and when you judge your mood based on you know how the patriots did as a football team, uh, it's it's pretty scary. But that's a norm for the most part with with many people, and it can't be the case. Uh, which brings me into my subject of Bob Proctor, who I've been recently or yeah recently reintroduced to. Uh, I. I have been on a a sales call with an individual looking to get me signed up for the program and I am I don't want to say I'm on the fence Uh, I'm I'm off the fence I'm not in favor of the program in the sense that I don't want to pay for it Uh, and you know I, I feel as though I can get a lot more out of it Uh, on my own and that's the exact mantra that I do not preach you know I preach I preach against that you know getting uh, spending money on yourself invest in yourself uh, get you know acclimated with with uh, people that are more successful than you um, but you have to have a 
you know, there has to be a chemistry there. Uh, you have to really bond with the person that's selling you that product, I think. You know, if I'm looking to buy a car and the salesman's a, a creep or a jerk, you know, I'm going to be not really apt to, to buy, you know. It's not always the case, but that, that's certainly some, some of it. But the philosophy I buy into, I, I truly do, and I'm, you know, just on the, 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 the perimeter, if you will, of what it's all about. But uh, after watching a, a YouTube video of, of Bob, it, it definitely, the concept definitely makes sense. It, it, it certainly does. Um, you know, Bob basically says, know where you are in the sense that where you want to go and most people don't even know the answer to that. You know, I was reading an article this morning by Earl Schof, who was the mentor to Jim Rohn, who died at 79 years old back in 2009. So that goes to show you how far back it goes. But he was talking about, you know, what is one thing, tangible thing, that you want out of life? Describe it to me. And most people can't describe it better than having a bigger income, better relationships, you know, better um, occupation, you know. And, and again, I, you know, I'm being pretty bland, but most people aren't much more descriptive than that, you know, and it's, it's scary. Um, most people don't know where they are mentally. Sure, physically they know where they are, but they don't know where they are mentally. And that can be a, a scary thing. It certainly was for me when I was fired from my insurance job of 25 years, which I felt I'd be retiring from that. I did retire from it, but not not to the way I wanted to in being fired. Uh, but the, the point that I'm making is I was lost mentally there. I did not know what I wanted to do. And again, this is this can be a progression of an issue. You may excel for ten years and then be like, ah, yeah, I don't know if I'm, you know, liking this path. And you may take another path. That's, you know, that's um, admirable. But you must know what you want and go after what you want. Just don't go. You know, as Jim Rohn says, whistling in the wind. You know, that's that's the wrong way to go about it. But some of you have may heard of the term paradigm. And we need a paradigm shift. Well, a paradigm is, is a somewhat of a mental program that has almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior. You know, 
what what it is in the sense that we are so controlled fixed from a physical standpoint by our mental actions whether it be brushing our teeth washing our face showering a particular way drying off a particular way and those are fine and dandy but there are paradigms that are negative the way we think the way we say no that's just no way that's not me no I, I, I'd love the outcome but no I couldn't possibly do that you know and that's just not true you know really anything that we aspire to you know will, will be a reality now I'm not saying you're going to make it to the NBA and play basketball even if you are 6'5 and full of muscle the, the, the point being there has to be a drive and a passion for what you want and and in reality that doesn't necessarily matter because your mind can't tell the difference between fake and reality you know just just like when we think about something scary or some something stimulating sexually perhaps you know we we uh, arouse ourselves or we get scared and that's all being controlled in a certain respect by our minds and what we're feeding our brains um Almost all of our actions, or programs as they call it, are habitual behavior. You know, that's habitual, meaning it's just going through the motions. Even driving, dare I say. You know, there's there's been times that I've driven on the interstate, and I'm like, holy cow, you know, I traveled, you know, three exits and I don't even remember you know 10 miles whatever it was um, we, we need to be in control it's how we look at our lives and what we perceive you know it says don't let logic stop you you know it's impossible to make a million dollars a month when I'm making a thousand dollars a month, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it just it, there's no logical explanation uh, for being able to to do that within a quick period of time. And when I say quick, I'm not talking ten years. In some cases, it could be a year. It could be that quick, depending on how uh, adaptive we are. And Ray Stanford he basically changed Bob Proctor's life he was his mentor if you will and that was uh, the changing point for for Bob in 1960 I believe so thoughts become what we think about and we need a paradigm shift we need to raise 
our thoughts. Don't think down here. Think up here. It's the same effort for our minds. It's just our belief system that kind of shoots that down. So we need to start shifting. And nobody can change you. But you. And, and that's, you know, you guys knew that before you tuned into this podcast. And he, he breaks things down. You know, there's the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and our bodies. But, you know, the, the conscious mind is the, the intellect, the thinking, the educated mind. Whereas the subconscious mind is, you know, emotion, um, being accepted, you know, not being able to, to reject something, can't determine between what is real and what is not. That's the subconscious mind, really. So, Bob makes it a point to stay that our minds cannot determine what is real or what is imagined. And I believe that. Just when I dream, you know what I mean? To me, that's imagining. It's not real. It feels real. But that's my mind. So, I don't know. I, I am so, such a novice that it could be dangerous for me to talk about this but I'm just kind of regurgitating some some information that I received that I thought all of you uh, would be interested to hear because whatever you're doing right now um, from a from a income standpoint and you want more income this can help you if you are uh, in a situation where you want to better relationships, um, this is an opportunity for you uh, to do that. You know, if I want to have a better relationship with my wife, what needs to happen? Most people say, you know, well, it's got to be a 50-50, you know, change there. And it's not. Most of you know that. It's 100 to 0. If I want my relationship to get better, I need to get better. And it's very hard sometimes. Especially when that other person may be moving contrary to where you want to go. You know? It can get confrontational, for sure. You know? But we're a product of our environment. You know? We speak the language we speak because that's how we were brought up for the most part and where I believe Europeans excel from uh, Americans if you will is just in that language aspect you know most a lot of Europeans speak more than one language you know and it's just it's just amazing to me but you know something it's not amazing to them it doesn't hurt them anymore <laughs> or uh, you know they don't look at it as a you know a, a big exercise that they they learn two languages they just took the time 
two hours a day for one year to learn a language fluently the average that it would take and just because I say I'm so bad at languages I need to change that thought press that, that thought process I need to think I'm going to learn Portuguese so I can communicate with my mother-in-law and understand what my father-in-law is saying about me <laughs> there is a good relationship there thank God my mother-in-law, on the other hand, I don't know. She might be, she might be saying a lot of things. But the the point is, anything can can be done. You know, the paradigm controls the results. We must change our paradigm, and and that's that's the basic gist of it. You know, time and money, freedom. It's what it's what's wanted. We must get our minds on the frequency of that goal. If our mind's not on that frequency of that goal, we're never, ever going to get there. Without a doubt, we're not going to. So, you know. Um, and just to follow up real quick with Darren Hardy today. Um, you know, his number one productivity strategy are you you are too scared to use you know and fighting for focus is a constant and never-ending battle well, hopefully my wife gets that phone because I don't want to hear it ring but you folks are listening to it ring so fighting for focus staying focused that's the whole crux uh, to Darren's strategy you know it's a superpower to being able to be stayed to staying focused, you know, uh, appearing productive, it just doesn't cut it. My wife thinks I'm so darn busy, but what am I busy doing? Is it you know making money, or is it you know doing things like the podcasts and the blogs and you know that that indirectly make money? You know, so don't fool ourselves into being productive. Uh, greed is a result of that shiny object syndrome. We don't, you know, we want more. We want to get more. There's a better way to do it. Oh, this program's not working. It must be the program, not me. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Fear. Fear of being left out. You know, life is constantly accumulating. You know, and Darren makes a reference, you know, look at our basements or our storage areas you know they're overflowing you know we're constantly getting more but we need to get rid of and that helps with productivity so more happens by itself so when we have discipline to remove waste things will get better and he also says apply the same effort to your core business, your core strategy, instead of expanding. And I'm not saying expansion is not a good thing. It is. But when you're trying to get to that initial point, doing less is better. And I hope you understand that. Folks, I will check in with you 
um, tomorrow, Lord willing. In the mean, meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.